Hi, I'm Erica, and I'm a queer, neurodivergent member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm on a mission to spread empathy and create inclusion and understanding. I'm so glad you're here. I think that most people, if not everybody, wants to feel wanted, wants to be wanted, wants to feel needed or appreciated, wants to feel like their company is enjoyed, wants to feel belonging. And today we're just going to talk a little bit about a talk by Elder Craig Christensen from General Conference, April 2023. And it's called, There Can Be Nothing So Exquisite and Sweet As Was My Joy. This was an awesome conference talk. I really enjoyed studying it today and discussing it with some friends. And just wanted to share a couple of thoughts that really stood out to me. Firstly, he talks about joy um, being linked to repentance. And I love how he talks about this throughout the talk of just repentance being something deeply connected with joy because it's um, what brings us, it's our pathway to Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ brings joy. He's the source of joy for us. Um, But one thing that he said that I thought was so beautiful um, was we were created to have joy. It is our intended destiny as children of a loving heavenly father. He wants to share his joy with us. That line stood out to me really strongly. He wants to share his joy with us. And then later in the talk, he's talking about Jesus Christ and his atonement. And he says this, We speak often of the pain and suffering of Gethsemane and Calvary, but seldom do we speak of the great joy the Savior must have anticipated as he offered his life for us. Clearly, his pain and his suffering were for us, that we might experience the joy of returning with him to the presence of God. I love this for a couple reasons. And one is that I've often thought of, especially when I was um, kind of in a more scrupulosity mindset, and we still need to talk about scrupulosity on a a future episode of this podcast. But um, when I was more stuck in this in scrupulosity, which is taking um, gospel principles to the extreme and kind of contorting your religious rituals and beliefs to, to the point where they're kind of extreme and taken out of context and um, maybe too rigid or too severe. Um, and I think that this was this wasn't like a, a bad idea that I had. It's what I'd been taught by some other people and that really resonated as being beautiful and true to me. But I had this idea that I didn't want to cause the Savior pain. And if he suffered for my sins, then the less I sinned, the less pain I would cause him. So I kind of had this idea that if I could, you know, prevent myself from from sinning, that I would be lessening his burden or his pain somehow. Um, And this, just this simple statement from um, Elder... Christensen really struck me because he says, I'm just going to read that one more time. The first part of that quote I read, we speak often of the pain and suffering of Gethsemane and Calvary, 
but seldom do we speak of the great joy the Savior must have anticipated as he suffered, as he offered his life for us. Um, and I was thinking about this and I was realizing, wow, if, if I took away, and I'm not saying that I, I want to cause the, the Savior suffering. No, I definitely do not. But he's already done the atonement. He's already performed the atonement for me. And according to this teaching from Mother Christofferson, the Savior also experiences great joy because of me and because of the redemption he's provided for me. So, yes, there is pain. There was pain and um, sadness and sorrow that he felt for me through his atonement. But he also gets to share in that joy that comes to me because of the redemption he offers me. And that really struck me that just like we learn from Adam and Eve, that we're here on the earth to learn from our experience, both the good and the bad, good and evil, um, pain and joy, sorrow and happiness. Um, just like we're learning through those experiences and you can't really know one without the other. Um, the Savior both experiences sorrow and sadness for me, but also joy and happiness and redemption with me. And I've, I've often thought of, there were times in my life where I thought God must be very sad because by nature I'm a pretty empathetic person and to think that he could feel all the sadness and the pain and the suffering or that he could, if he could understand me when I'm, when I'm sad, then like he must be carrying a lot of sadness because everybody in the world experiences sadness. Um, but eventually it occurred to it occurred to me that, that why would God want me to become like him if his life is sad? <laughs> and I think that's when I started realizing that, that the joy he has and the joy he experiences is so great and so much greater than the pain and sadness that he wants us to experience it too. And that's what this talk said is that he wants to share his joy with us. And then the other part of that quote is clearly his pain and his suffering were for us that we might experience the joy of returning with him to the presence of God. Returning with him to the presence of God struck me because I realized that Christ, he had a ticket to return to God's presence. He lived a perfect life. He didn't need an atonement for himself. Um, he did what was required to return to God's presence. But he didn't want to go alone. He wanted to return to God's presence with us. He wanted us to be there for that reunion. Um, and that really struck me that he really, really wants our company um, in God's presence. That God wants our company, that the Father wants our company, and so does Jesus Christ, our Savior. He wants our company. And he performed that atonement so that he could help us get there. And because he wants us to be with him, I think that, you know, he could have just gone by himself to live back in God's presence as the only perfect human that was able to do that. Um, but he desired us to be there too. Um, so I just wanted to send a reminder out to you all today and to myself that you are always wanted, that Jesus Christ, he wants you. He wants your company. So does Heavenly Father. And that's what this whole plan is about, is Jesus Christ 
was willing to pay the, pay the price um, as evidence that he wants your company and he wants you to be with him and his father. And there are times where we might feel unworthy. We might feel unwanted by God, maybe because of sin or because of something we're struggling with or, or circumstance or suffering. We might feel unworthy or unwanted by God. It might be hard to say, well, why would, why would I pray to him? I don't think that that he wants to hear from me, or I don't think that he wants to be with me. But I just want to testify that you are wanted by the Savior and by your Father in heaven, and that the atonement is very clear evidence that that you are desired, and you your presence is wanted, your company is wanted, um, all of you is wanted, and God desires for us to be whole and happy and and reunited with him in in a way that's more joyous than we could ever imagine. So just to tie this into our theme of empathy building, um, I think an important principle I learned today is that people want to feel wanted and they want to know that their company is enjoyed. And I just really love how just this thought that that the Savior wants our company um, in the Father's presence. And that just never hit me so clearly as it did today. So maybe some things we can do this week to show that kindness and empathy towards others is to make it clear that they're wanted in our lives, whether it's someone that it's easy to get along with or someone that we would wish our relationship was better with. Maybe we can do something caring and kind that shows your presence in my life is wanted and your presence in my life is meaningful to me. Um, And the Savior has given us a gift to show us that. So I don't know whether that gift maybe we give to other people is our, our time or kind words or a physical gift to show this person that you're important to me and you are wanted to me in my life, um, just like the Savior wants us. And I think that as we do that, we act as the Savior's hands because he wants everyone in his presence. And um, we can really like show people that feeling and share that feeling as we extend that, that kindness and that welcoming feeling to the people around us. All opinions expressed in this podcast are my own. I do not represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I hope you enjoyed listening today. And you know what? Instead of saying, have a great day, I'm going to say, have a day. It might be a good one. It might not. And that's okay. Keep growing. Keep loving yourself. You've got this. Thank you.